myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. It's Otani versus Judge. Who will be the first to budge? Dropping bombs left and right. It will make for exciting nights. It's Otani versus Judge. Wonder who will hold a grudge. Let's not forget about Mike Trout. I wonder how much action Otani's interpreter gets. It's Otani versus Joe. Welcome to the Long Gone Podcast. It is me, Michael, and with me as always, singing some Otani Judge. <laughs> yes, man. What up? Steve Ford. A little original for me there. You know, sometimes I like to throw some, uh, instead of uh, copying some melodies, I threw an original yeah. S-Man melody into this one. I mean, it could be, could be something I stole from someone else just in my subconscious, but to me, it's a, it's an original. It, well, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely an original <laughs> talking Otani versus judge. And it's always, you got to always wonder what play is Otani's interpreter getting like how yeah. knee deep and you know, what is that man getting dude? He's got to be like, he's got to be elbows deep. And another thing, do you think he has like a backup interpreter? Like, let's say his, his a game interpreter is out sick. Does he like get a backup? Like, all right, we're calling it, we're calling it a change. We're making a call the bullpen here. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, Carl, you're up, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would wonder because I mean, you got to figure him and his interpreter are probably like best friends. Oh yeah. Um, That's a sitcom waiting to happen, isn't it? Oh, 100%. You and I have <laughs> talked about this in our earlier episodes where we were saying that interpreter has to be living the best dream. Oh, yeah. Because, But it's weird, too, because he's living it through Otani. Right. So right. his play, nothing, nothing he gets happens unless it's with Otani. Unless with Otani. But yep. he travels with the team. He's constantly with Otani. So you imagine he has to make. Well over six figures. Oh, well yeah. over six figures. Yeah, remember what? Remember uh, the opening press conference? Didn't he look like a member of the team? Like he had his Angels coat on and stuff. Yeah, he looked like he was like a, one of the coaches, or yeah, oh, yeah. He def- and he had like that Beatles haircut. Yeah, he did. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. John, Paul, George, Ringo, Otani's interpreter. <laughs> Otani's interpreter. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, that yeah. that 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 guy's the big mystery of all, man. One hundred percent, and. So far, he's going to. So far, he's uh, interpreting in New York, I believe, yeah. for the Yankees uh, game, the Yankees yeah, first series game was last night. Yep, first game was last night, which I believe the, the Angels, Angels won. won. Yeah, and which, guess who went deep? Uh, Judge Otani or Otani? Yeah, yep. yeah. Otani went deep in game one off of uh, Clark Schmidt. Yeah, I've I, never heard of for the Yankees. Uh, All right. Yeah, Clark Schmidt, uh, he's a young <laughs> pitcher. I decided to take a waiver on him this year by drafting him, and he has shit the bed in every fucking Did you drop start. him? Oh, yeah, I've dropped him. Oh, yeah. dropped him. I, well, I couldn't I couldn't do the Miles Mikolas thing that you're doing with, like, 
like when dropping they did Michael, Michael Michaelis, uh, bringing him back up. I can't do that with with Schmidt. Schmidt's gone. <laughs> Just, yeah, I dropped him mid start on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that that was part was funny. You picked him up, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh, looks like it might have been a mistake because he's gone." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I picked him up because I needed some pitching help. We'll get more yeah. into that on fantasy, but uh, he started he started doing his Miles Michaelis thing, getting getting up runs in the uh, the first inning. So all of a sudden, you see the mm-hmm. <laughs> during the start, the the notification come through. Had a crazy trance drop, Miles <laughs> Michaelis again. <laughs> Just wasn't meant to be. You know, on the wasn't show, they have Miles Michaelis as the ace of that staff. I mean, they have oh, that really? little star next to his name. What are they smoking? I forgot what his fucking rating is, but it's way more than it should be. I mean, he's yeah, always I'll been leave. a back end starter. So yeah. he was the Doug Fister, but as a pull. Right. Um, yeah, that's a deep pull right there. <laughs> he's always been the Doug Fister of any staff he's been with. So I don't understand why they thought as as he'd be the ace of the rotation. I just never understood that. No, I don't get it either. I mean, you know, we talked about it in our uh, prediction show. I mean, St. If there's a problem with St. Louis, it's their pitching rotation. They have no real ace of the staff. Yeah, you think Jack Flaherty, but he's coming off the injuries. But uh, he just doesn't. They, look they, they, the they put the hat on Michaelis, and uh, and he's pretty much taken it and crapped all over it. So. Right? Yeah, and <laughs> nobody's really stepping up. But uh-huh. um, but yeah, but, but with this Yankees, with this Yankees series, the Angels and Yankees, they. They've been they've been promoting it as Judge versus Otani, you know. Yeah, all week it's Judge Otani week. I mean, do they forget Mike Trout <laughs> Mike plays Trout. for the Angels too? Like oh, Roflo said that though, you know, because they were really plugging that on MLB Network, and he was like, "It's Judge Otani week with special guest star Mike Trout." <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, what? I don't get it. I, I don't just, either. Uh, I, I I mean I I understand what they're trying to promote. It's the matchup, yep. right? Because yep. Otani is kind of loved worldwide. Yep. Or Trout's more domestic. He's more right. USA. Yep. And Judge is supposedly the bigger star, so, so, supposedly than Trout. Uh, a lot of people would say, but that's debatable. I, yeah, that's what I would say too. <laughs> but I know kids. When you when you look at kids and what jerseys they're buying, right. I'm sure Judge is top three for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, uh, but the way they were marketing this, it was like, man, like put some respect on Mike Trout's name. Yeah, like, seriously. What are we doing here, boys? Mike Trout is the angels. He is the, and he's been for a long for time. A decade. Yeah. For over a decade now. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Otani, I think he pitched Monday, so I don't think he's going to he pitch did. in this series. Right. So he's not, which I don't understand why they're hyping it up. Maybe yeah, exactly. it's, in, it's in New York, but yeah. I just don't understand. He's not pitching. So, <laughs> It's I don't know who the marketing department is in Major League Baseball, <laughs> but <be> fired, <laughs> especially with some of the networks that take on these games and what have you. But, yeah, yeah. they should be fired because it doesn't make any sense. No. It's like he's not pitching. So basically uh-huh. it's Otani DHing yeah, and versus, judge. versus judge. But it's not Otani versus judge. It's judge the Yankees versus the Angels. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking weird, yeah. bro. Yeah. If Otani's not pitching. It really should. They should have been like, all right, he's out. Trout versus judge. All right, let's go. Right, you know, because at least Mike Trout can hit over three hundred, and Mike there Trout is go. hitting more home runs per season than Otani's been able to hit. Yep. So, the only appeal of Otani—it's weird because if people listen to this podcast, they would assume I don't like Otani, and I—that's not the case. I, I really do like true. Otani, yeah. but it's—but it's just funny that they—they they, this guy just because he's a two-way player, it's—I understand it. I understand he's a phenom and what have you, but he's not the best at everything he does he doesn't have 
he he's not the 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 fastest pitcher. He doesn't have the best velocity. He's right. not the best home run hitter in the league. I mean, it's just things like that, right? So yep, yep. <clears throat> anyways, the way they marketed it is like you said, they should immediately be fired. Yes, yes. And you know what? They will be. No, I'm yeah, you know what? They fucking will be. They now, will if, be. if I were marketing this, I would have been. Yes. I would have said. Trout Otani versus Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge because Garrett Cole is having a lights out fucking season. Oh man, you deem like your NBC poll right there. Remember the NBC? It'd be Jordan and the Bulls versus Grant Hill and the Pistons. Amen, bro. Exactly, because that just means more, right? I mean, it just. Uh I don't know. Even when they do the NFL, they'll they'll market sometimes a quarterback and a receiver. Yep. Versus maybe a linebacker and a lineman or some shit. Yep. So exa- exactly. it would just make more sense. But I understand it's it's big national poll. But uh, uh, let me get your prediction here. Who do you think sure. is going to wrap up the series? Do you think it's going to be the Angels or the Yankees? I think the Yankees are going to take the Angels took game one. But that was against Clark Schmidt. That guy blows. Yeah. I think uh, you know, the Yankees staff will rally here. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll, they'll take they'll take the series here. I, I think. Tonight they have uh, the Yankees have uh, Johanny Burrito, maybe not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know him either. I don't know much about him. Uh, I pretty much know they have Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez. <laughs> well, Nestor Cortez pitches. Cortez pitches Thursday. Okay, there we go. All right. So, but I think you're right. I, I think if they can take, I don't know today because Griffin Canning is for the Angels and he's kind of a middle of the road yeah. kind of guy. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no. I know he's not on any fucking fantasy team. So not? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's not, but on the, on uh, more of a, we're talking about, cause we have the series and this is an important series and what have you. But one thing that you put into the rundown, which I kind of want to pair with this next thing we're talking about. We're having yeah. one guy, who is making his season debut has made a season debut and yep. he is the top prospect of the Mets and possibly the future. And then we have another guy who has been in the league for a long time and suddenly not playing to his potential and basically just mailing it in. And that's, mm-hmm. we're talking about the the two B's baby, the Brett the ba- Batty, Brett Batty for the Mets. And we're talking Javier Baez, the benching for the Tigers. Yeah. And uh, first of all, you have Brett Batty on your team, right? Do do yep, yep, yep. I uh, I have him in my uh, my starting lineup here. He had a good good debut. You know, he single single RBI in his uh, season debut. Not bad. And then then he didn't play the next day. So we'll see what he does tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, a huge power. I think he's having you know b- big power, lots of home runs in the minor leagues to kick off the season. He definitely is. I think the the future uh, one of those future faces of of the Mets. Yeah. Uh, it, it, if he if he lives up to it, I hope I hope he does because he definitely has the potential. I think to be a a superstar there in uh, in New York and uh, it's a win win for me, win win for baseball. If he does well, it's great for my fantasy team and it's great for Major League Baseball. So, uh, well, he compares well with Austin Riley. He compares well with Alec Baum. He's that he's a big he's he's in the case of those big those big third basemen. He's around yep. six foot three, weighs over two hundred pounds. Definitely a presence at the plate, which is good. But then I was looking at what the Mets have behind him. I see why they brought him up. They really don't have any good third baseman. I mean, they have Eduardo Escobar and they have Luis Galorme. I, yeah. I don't think that's much. So I can mm-hmm. see why they brought him up. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, he's uh, 
They got some shoes to fill. Whenever I think third base for the Mets, I think of David Wright. Definitely a lot bigger than David Wright. I think of uh, David Wright. I think of Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier, the Todd father. <laughs> the Todd father. The Todd father, yeah. Yeah. But, so we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Javier Baez. <laughs> well, it's just it's interesting because when you have Brett Batty who yeah. when when you have a guy that's worked so hard to yep. get to the major leagues, and this is why I kind of wanted to pair it to kind of get yeah. your thoughts more and more in depth on it. You have a guy that worked his ass off to get to the majors. I mean, Ooh. Brett Batty is the future of the club, right? I mean, he understands yeah. the future. He under he he knows what's going on. He was drafted in 2019. And this was a guy who has soared. He he yep. has soared through the minor leagues. But so you understand, like th- there's there's a there's a certain respect he has on his own game and what he's trying to do for himself. And then you do the other side of the B spectrum. You have Javier Baez, who has been paid millions. Who used to be that wide eyed debuter like Batty, player. Yep. But it's like he he. And then you have Javier Baez who gets paid, and then. He just mails it in. Now, I want to ask you, Steve, compa- not just so much with the comparison, but with, with Javier Baez, what are your thoughts on him just kind of just since he's got to Detroit? It just seems like he has given up. What is your thoughts on him? He seems like a guy that's showing up just to collect a paycheck right now. Mm. I don't think he likes the situation in Detroit. I don't think he likes uh, necessarily losing you know, the direction where the team is because they're losing a lot. And I know losing could take a lot out of a player, but yeah. if he, you know, with the way that he w- would play in the past with the Cubs and with the Mets, he had that that flair, that spark, that excitement. The Tigers need that on the young team like this. They need him to be a leader, and they need him out there, you know, playing because they can feed off of that. Right. And uh, what I watched the first part of the season was a guy that was pretty much just going through the motions of of playing. I mean. To run with and not have an idea of how many outs there is, and then to have the balls to say, "Well, I'm used to hitting hitting third in the lineup, so I thought I was the third person up when he was hitting sixth because he moved down because he sucks." Um, <laughs> right. Uh, to, to to say he he was confused about his his part in the order because he's used to hitting up in higher part of the lineup. You know what? Just own the fact that you suck. All right, and 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 move on. I, I give AJ Hinch credit. At least he didn't call him out in front of everybody. At least did, right. he at least pulled him into the tunnel, told him he's benched, and then uh, you know called it a day instead of you know doing a Billy Martin or something where you know big spectacle in front of everybody. But mm-hmm. I, I think that though the the him getting benched kind of woke him up a little bit though. Um, you know the Tigers were on a five game win streak. They lost today, mm-hmm. and that was all since the benching. And he's hit you know over three hundred since that that time. I know it's only a handful of games, but I think. You know, it basically, you know, that that benching there showed uh showed, you know, the the Tigers that everyone needs to be held accountable. There's no I in team here. So right. Um hopefully he turns it around. But yeah, right now he just looks like a guy that's just going through the motions, collecting a paycheck. Yeah, it's sad to see, really. It really that's is because I enjoyed watching it. I always love watching Baez. That's why I like people like Brett Batty who come in the league and they're gonna give it their all and they're gonna they're going to try hard and that's what makes baseball so great. But then you have somebody on the opposite side of the spectrum who has already been paid that big contract, who has already won a world series kind of at Mm -hmm. the height of his game supposedly. Mm -hmm. But this is what separates the really good ball players from the hall of fame ball players. Right. And like you said, he said, you said he does, he probably doesn't like the situation and that's, and that's true. I, I totally 
see why he would think that, but there's a reason you don't see Miggy. Miggy's a Hall of Famer. You've never seen Miggy throw people under the bus. Obviously, he was getting paid. I mean, we're obviously, but he committed to the Tigers long before that. And you've seen the way he acted. I mean, he's been there through bad seasons. He's been there through good seasons, but you never Mm -hmm. see him. You see him owning it when he played bad, stuff like that. But with Avier Baez, just how he came into this team and the performance he's given us just not good enough. I mean, he played 144 games last year in those 144 games. He struck out 147 times, which is just hurts my heart to even see 238 average barely hit above 60 RBIs. Only Uh, 17 home run, 17 home runs when we know he has 30 home run potential. Yep. It's just, it's just sad to see in this in this year, 16 games that he's played and he's already struck out 13 times. So we've already said we already know he's an undisciplined hitter. Yep. But like you said, it's a guy that got here, got paid and is just mailing it in. But even if I wanted to win and I got and, and the team gave me that commitment, I I would work my fucking ass off. And I'm sure somebody yeah. like Brett Batty would. Yep. And no, for good. as young as he is right now, we don't know what he's he could be the next Javier by. We don't know. But I'm just saying. When comparison the young versus the older guy, mm-hmm. it just shows just how people become jaded in the sport sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, they paid you for a reason. You know, you have a responsibility to earn that paycheck. Yeah. And you know, if, if I if I was him and they're paying me, you know, thirty million dollars or so a year, and I was playing like shit, I'd feel terrible. Oh, horrible. You know, and like you're just, robbing I, them. I need. Yeah, I need to be better. I think I recall a story reading one time that. uh the Tigers tried to give Al Kaline a bonus, mm. and he said no because he didn't play well enough to earn that bonus. Yeah, they cut him different back then, man. Yeah, yep. So, and it's always about the contracts and stuff. And, and this is just a little sidebar. You see, some of the I, I, I was reading last night. Some of the owners want to put a cap on some of these these contracts that are getting a little ridiculous because everybody foresees the Otani contract coming. Oh yeah. It's going to be huge. (laughs) And once it's, once that happens, you're going to see people wanting it's going to open. You're right. It's going to open up the floodgates. So I think the owners are like trying to get a hold of this before it gets a little more ridiculous. And and Tony Clark was like, that's never going to (laughs) happen. Oh, Tony Clark. Nope. Tony Clark. He's paid. Keep getting paid. So, yeah, man, it's just it's sad to see, especially with our team. But mostly it's just sad to see when this person's supposed to be the star of your team and he has not played like that at all. Doesn't even look like his head's in it. I mean, you kind of seen it with the Mets last year, too, or Mm -hmm. two years ago, almost two years ago, where he's still just I don't know. It's like the it's it's almost as if the Cubs made him into a different kind of player yeah. and he thought he was so hot shit. And then when he left the Cubs, he was just mad at the world or something. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah he lost his, yeah. Cause he's hasn't been the same since he was in Chicago. Not at all. And, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's the system or something, the organization, you know, where it, it, it just seems yeah. to click. You're, you're in the right fit where if you go somewhere else, you're, it's just not, not the right feel. You know? Right. I mean, it's even more surprising. He hasn't even been an all-star since 2019. So Eesh, really? yeah. I mean, that says pos- that says a lot. I would have mm-hmm. considered that before I signed him to that big contract, but uh, no, yes, yeah. Oh, I too. Uh, t- yeah. Tigers just got uh, got got aggressive there. 
And uh, Al Vila got fired because <laughs> yeah, and a man lost his job because of it. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and many medical staff and scouts and coaches as well. Yep, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, Skyers pretty much gone through there and cleaned house. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> in in happier news, uh, you put in the rundown. Kershaw wins two hundred games finally. Yeah, how about that, huh? What what a what what a, what a milestone there! And I think two hundred. We talked about two hundred is the new three hundred for baseball, especially yeah. in the the age of. Uh, Pitch counts and all that, and what yeah. what, what a great accomplishment for for a, a, a fantastic pitcher. You know, obviously he hasn't been on top of his his game, so to speak, since you know twenty seventeen. But he had a stretch of time there from twenty twenty ten to to twenty fourteen, where he won the Cy Young three times, won the oh, MVP yeah. once, um, and you know, and just put up video game numbers. And that's it's good to see that he finally got got to that number, got got to two hundred, and um, good on him. Obviously, he's gonna make the Hall of Fame. Oh, um, you know, absolutely, no doubt, no doubt there. But what a great accomplishment for just a, a great pitcher, and seems like a really great guy. So. Absolutely, and the leader of the staff. Yep. He's been with them for a long time since two thousand eight, but yep. arguably one of the best stretches in all of baseball as a pitcher in, in the history of baseball from 2011 to should I'd say 2017. I mean, I'd say so. Yeah. Just constant guy. I mean, he was always in a dark arts MVP discussion. He was a Cy Young in consideration all the time, but even then, I mean, this is why I always choose him on my fantasy team, just because he still puts up pretty decent stats. I mean, it is, you know, he's not winning as many games as he used to, but his no. ERA is always in the, the twos or low threes. Yeah, absolutely, man. And so he still he's not can going get, out laying eggs. He's not. He's not. And he can still pitch over 120 K's a season. Yep. So yep. Uh, the juice is still there. And at 35 years old, which is wild, we're even saying that he's 35 years old. <laughs> and he's been <laughs> yeah. the league for 16 years. Yeah. It's it's incredible, mm-hmm. and I'm sure his days with I could see him retiring sooner than later. Yeah. I don't see him sticking around as long as Justin Verlander or Scherzer, Max Scherzer, right? Yep. So, but man, it's uh, him getting 200 is such a milestone. And while he won't probably get the 300, two uh, 200 wins if this is the new 300, that should be applauded because. Yep. Especially for a guy that has constantly led this staff every single year. And if they've tried to pair him up with Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, and some of these other guys, but at the in the end of the day, it's it's he's still the one still standing. He's the one still <laughs> Amen, man. The one still yep. standing, absolutely. And yep. I think you you said it perfectly. It was basically he just doesn't get the wins he used to get. But I don't wouldn't even consider that his fault. I would say that's no. more on the rest it's on of the, the Dodger team. offense right there, too. Yeah. You know, not not putting up runs for him. Right. He's he's obviously not giving up, you know, five runs a game. He's giving up two. Right. Two, you know, two, three runs a game. So if you're if your team can't score more than two runs. Yeah, that's on your offense right there. Oh, 100% on your offense. <laughs> and if you're looking at how the game has changed, just look at it through Kershaw's stats. I mean, he in 2011, he had five complete games. In 2012, it goes like that he had two. The year after that, three. Pumped it back up with his MVP season and Cy Young winning season with six yep. complete games. Then it starts dropping again, four, three, one. And then he hasn't had a complete game since 2017. So that should show you in a nutshell just the use mm-hmm. that he of the pitchers, the, the, the modern pitcher in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
completely agree. You know, I mean, yeah. in 2015, he pitched 232 innings. That was a, a big high That's mark. A lot. I think, you know, yeah, he went 236 in 2013, but. You know, they used him a lot and his body started to uh to break down a little bit, especially after that two thousand seventeen season. It started to go a little downhill after that. But give yeah. him credit. He keep he keeps sticking with it, keeps keeps coming out. And like you said, he'll probably retire sooner rather than later. But I think he's so. certainly a generational pitcher that that's been great to watch. Exactly. And and it's different because you can compare him to remember King Felix. Her, Hernandez and stuff mm-hmm. and, and Johan Santana. Those guys were really good. But they weren't years. <laughs> right, exactly, dude. But they weren't like Kershaw good. Yeah. So if you're gonna do uh a decades team from or a two decades team from two uh from two thousand, say the mid two thousands all the way to now, yep. I would I would put Kershaw on that list. It would be definitely Max Scherzer, it would be yep. Justin Verlander, and Clayton Kershaw would be in that rotation. Yep. I can yeah, I completely agree. Because those guys have lasted the test of time, really. I mean, that's... I'd even throw Zach Greinke in there. I would, too. Yeah. I was looking at his stats the other day when I was going through my baseball cards, and I was like, oh, I was kind of taking... I was like, oh, I still have Zach Greinke when he played (laughs) for the Diamondbacks in this book, which is a current book. But you look at how many teams he played for a lot, but he's been consistent all... Mm -hmm. most of his career. Yeah. Yeah. I'd put I'd put him in the uh, into the mix there as well, but yeah, great accomplishment for a great guy here. Absolutely, congrats to, congrats to Kershaw. Absolutely. Yeah. So this this brings us to that's the end of the headlines. This brings us to the meat of the show, and yeah. I thought let's. It's been a while, not too long, but it's been a little while since we've done some legit or bullshit. Yeah, it has been. I'm excited here, man. I love Steve, this stuff. Yeah. Steve, we've had a lot of overreactions to the beginning of this year. Like some yes, have. chicken little, the sky is falling over yeah. reactions, yep. man. And oh, yeah. there's some questions that need to be asked. And a lot of maybe our listeners have some questions that we're going to mention here. But Steve and I are going to give you guys our thoughts on some overreactions. Love it. Love it. Um, Steve, I want to start with you and we'll just okay. go back and forth here. Sure. I got to know, Steve. And I want you to answer this because he's on my fantasy team. And just give it to me straight, man. Okay. <laughs> Sandy Alcantara. Will he have a down year? Will this be his down year or is he just having a slow start? I hate, I hate to tell you, man. I'm going to go legit. I think, I, think, I think this is legit because yeah. he had that great year last year, 14 and nine. Cy Young winner, top 10 of the MVP. But you yeah. look at his years before that, nine and 15. Six and fourteen, couple of uh, putsy seasons. You know, three, three and two. Where you go, handful, handful of starts. Then it makes me start due to maybe injury and stuff like that. Maybe that twenty twenty two was the exception of the rule where uh, uh, he's going back to how how he usually is. So I'm gonna, I hate to say, I'm gonna go legit on that. <laughs> well, Steve, in saying that, <laughs> bidding is open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sandy Alcantara is officially on the trade block. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so for you, uh, St. Louis uh, Cardinals will finish at the bottom of the NL Central. Is that legit or bullshit? I mean, you probably knew this was going to come. I think it's bullshit. I mean, okay. I, I, they're not doing good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> they're not, let's not sugarcoat this. I mean... It's bad right now, guys. I mean, the Pittsburgh Pirates are clobbering the Rockies right now, 11 to 1, 12 to 1, something like that. And I know it's just the Rockies, but 
they're doing very good. 11 and 7. They look like a whole new team. And the two worst teams that look very bad in the NL Central are the St. Louis Cardinals and the, and the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I've been still watching a lot of Cardinals. I see where they're just missing. They're just getting a little bit early on some pitches. They're just get swinging a little late on some pitches. I see that some of their pitchers are still trying to find that strike zone, but they're close, man. I, I, I'm still going to stick with it. I know that they're my early season World Series prediction favorites. Not giving I, up on them yet. Huh? I'm not giving up on them yet. Uh, the White Sox might be a different story, but the Tigers uh, are playing better than the White Sox right now. <laughs> it's fucking wild, bro. And I told you, I'm done with the White Sox if they yeah. fucking screw me again. Well, they're off to a great start. Yeah, as soon as Eli Jimenez went down, I was, I was thinking to myself, here goes the Titanic. The Titanic. Uh, but I guess they were never that big of a whatever. Anyways, anyways. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's pure bullshit, bro. Okay. Pure bullshit. I think this is they're going to find their footing and they're going to take off here soon. Okay, uh, okay Steve, next one for yeah. you. Alec Baum has just been lighting the fucking world up since he's in Philly this year. I mean, we're talking about potentially we saw signs of it last year. Right? We've seen the signs of him becoming a legitimate guy in the franchise. Steve, legit yes. or bullshit. Will Alec Baum become a star? Bryce Harper will become Will he become a star, and will Bryce Harper become an afterthought in Philly? Yeah, I gotta go bullshit on that one. I'm sorry, mm. you know, mm-hmm. Bryce Harper. He's gonna he's gonna come back. I, I see. He might not even do a rehab stint. Uh, he's you know uh, progressing along nicely. Uh, he's still, I think, when I think of the Phillies, he he's the the face of that franchise. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, Baum has a uh, is having a great start to the season. Three forty three average. You know, three home runs, sixteen RBIs. That's great. Let's have let's have keep it up, but uh, he can be the Robin to uh, Bryce Harper's Batman because I think he he takes the uh, uh, the you know he'll he'll be the uh, the the person the the, fa- the face of that franchise when he when he comes back. So Bryce is not going to become an afterthought. You know, Baum could be a star, but he's not going to be the star with the Phillies yet. So I'm going to go uh, bullshit. All you Philly fans, take a breath now. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's okay, guys. Right. And Trey Turner finally hit a home run. So. Whew. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw that notification come on my phone. And I was like, it's about time. Right. Let's hope that breaks him out now. I hope so. Because he was mashing it in the uh, World Baseball Classic. I was like, oh, all right. Killing all right. it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the season starts and he's crapping all over the place. Not, he's not playing bad, but just no power. Yeah, he's just not playing great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, uh, Luisa Rise will win another batting title. He's hitting currently was 455 right now. He's got a cycle, seven RBIs. Uh, do you think Arise will uh, now take an NL batting title to go with his AL batting title? Legit or bullshit? I think it's bullshit, Steve, just because there's too many good hitters in the a- in the NL. Uh, with the AL, you could kind of get away from that. And you and I have talked about that in our season preview show where yeah. it was a little harder to carve out the futures of any AL players and teams. But the NL, it's more clear cut. You know who the best teams are, uh, but you know who the stars are. And I just think there's too many stars in the NL, man. For, he's hitting 45, 455 right now. He's killing it. I think he has a cycle this year as well. He does. But First man, cycle in Marlins history, which is amazing. And I think he'll do very well with that team. I think that was just a highlight of a trade. Good on the Marlins. But yeah, yeah. man, I uh, think it's bullshit. I don't think he will win a batting title this year or. In a few years, I just don't see it. He just doesn't have that star power. See, I see. All right, all right, makes sense. This one, 
has been kind of a lot of people have been talking. There's been grumblings of this, and it's funny seeing how it is now compared to at the beginning when it was how many teams were in on this guy. But will Carlos Correa's contract be a bust? Steve, legit or bullshit? I'm going legit on that one as well. Nice. I, I think I think this is going to be a bust. Uh, to be honest, with with all the medical uh, questions here, I'm surprised he even got a contract in the first place. But you know, the Twins came in, and honestly, I think they did. They overpaid for him. I uh, said a whopping 220 so far to start the year. Uh, two home runs and seven seven RBIs in uh, in, th- in 13 games after coming off a 22 homer uh, season the year before. Uh, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't know why so many teams were in on him there. It's uh, it, it, it's it's unbelievable to me. So I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, legit. This is gonna be a fucking bust. Wow. There you go. That's good. So, uh, uh, my question to you is: uh, will, uh, Luis Castillo will be Cy Young? <laughs> I mean, his 0.73 ERA is amazing. Yeah, and he yeah. is literally the best pitcher with the Marlins have or the Mariners have right now. But uh, I don't think so, man. I think it's either. No, Cy Young. I I think Dylan uh, Cease and uh, might might contend for that. But I, I think Garrett. This is Garrett Cole's year. I don't think I don't think Castillo is going to be the guy when it's all said and done. While that is a great ERA, uh, while he puts up some really good numbers, I think you have McClanahan coming up now. He's healthy, showing what he can do with Tampa Bay. I don't think he's going to win Cy Young this year. I think it's going to be Garrett. I think Garrett Cole is going to be a heavy hitter for this. Okay. All right. I, I have to agree with you on that. Or Dylan Cease. Yeah, not Dylan saying, Cease picking up where he left. Saying, I'm not just saying Dylan Cease because he's on my face. <laughs> but but he's good. I mean, he's establishing yeah. himself as an ace, which is just yep. phenomenal. Um, yep. Legit or bullshit, Steve. Trey Turner and Bryson Stott are the best second base shortstop duo in the entire league right now. Legit or bullshit. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say le- legit. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go go legit. Um, just because Turner's finally shown he's got the power. Uh, I I just I I love this combination. It's a good uh good keystone combination. I love me some uh some Bry- Bryson Stott. He's having a uh he's having a pretty good start to the year so far. And by pretty good, I mean the guy's hitting two or three sixty three. Yeah. He's, already, he's leading in twenty nine hits. Um, again, you know, if they, they could both bring up the power, that'd be nice. But uh, with averages and just getting on base right now uh, with their defense, yeah, I think that it's legit that they're, uh, they're the best shortstop second base combo uh, in MLB right now. Uh, Dustin May will make the Dodgers forget about Walker Bueller. Legit or bullshit? Uh, bullshit. I love what Justin May is doing this year with the Dodgers, but I think ultimately when Walker Buehler comes back, he's going to be stronger than ever. He has that grit in his game as well. So now definitely, there's not much to talk about in that. I, I Dustin May, while a very competent pitcher, I still don't think he's Walker Buehler. So that's bullshit. Love it. Love it. Okay. All right, Steve. Two rookies this year. You have Miguel Vargas right now not doing the best. I mean, you're talking about a guy who is hitting a whopping 186, only eight hits. And you have Gunnar Henderson for the Baltimore Orioles hitting 167, only one home run and eight hits. Uh, Gunnar Henderson and Miguel Vargas, who are the top prospects in the organizations, Orioles and Dodgers, uh, will be sent back down this year, kind of like Jared Kalenic last year. Uh, Do you think that is legit or bullshit that both of them will be sent down or one or the other legit or bullshit? I'm going to go I'm going to go legit on both actually. I think they both could use a, another taste uh 
facing the miners. Um, I think the game's just it's, it's getting away from them. It's a little uh, little too too fast paced. I love both of them. I think that they both have the potential to be really good. But I think that is legit. I think uh, they both uh, at, at some point here uh, will be sent back to uh, to the miners to get a little uh, uh, refresher, so to speak. So I'm going. Yeah, legit. That makes sense. Legit, it is. Legit, it is. Uh, the Blue Jays will miss the postseason this year due to pitching. Is that legit or bullshit? I think it's legit. I, I'm just you watching. Love Barrios, no, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Barrios. I'm just uh, seeing what they're doing. Jose Barrios, uh, Kikuchi. It's ugly, man. <laughs> it's, it's it's ugly, man. <laughs> uh, it, it's just ugly all the way around. I just I don't. They they got there's something's got to give here with this with this with this team. And while they have a lot of good hitting, I mean we're not saying enough about how good that lineup is with Guerrero, Kirk, Bichette, Chapman, who's having an MVP start to his year has been phenomenal. Right. But when it comes Mm -hmm. to, when it comes to actually pitching, it's, it's kind of a mess. Now the, the best pitcher, their staff is argument is Gosman right now, but he has, he's in the high threes, but Bassett, Alec Manoa's Alec Manoa's just, I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah. Yep. And, and Kikuchi and Barrios, I just I don't see it, man. So I yeah, I think uh, I think that's legit. I think they will miss the postseason because they're pitching. Uh, that might be an overreaction for sure, but I think they put a lot into this rotation, thinking it was going to be it. And there's plenty of time for it to turn around. Don't get me wrong, but some of the outings I've seen, <laughs> I think they've could have used another pitcher or two in that rotation. Yeah, in the they might have. Yeah, I was going to say they. they- <laughs> Probably should have looked at the old pitching uh, in the offseason for them to, uh, to improve on because we know they have the bats. Yeah. They should have just got a better staff around them to give them a better chance here. I, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, Steve, legit or bullshit? Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw will end 2023 leading in at least two pitching categories. You know what? I got a good feeling for him this year. Just got his 200th win. I'm going legit. And I will say uh, what he will lead it in. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there. He's gonna lead. Uh, he's gonna lead an ERA. Yeah, I'm, giving, I'm giving him a ERA. And uh, you know what? It's tough, but uh, you know he, he still he still can strike out some people. I don't think he can get up in the, in the strikeout though. So I'm sorry, I'm not gonna give him that category. But uh, yeah, I do yeah. I do think he can. I do think he can lead in a, at least. Uh, I'm, I'm giving him giving him ERA and. Uh, yeah, I I, th- I think I think he can do it. I, I do. Um, it's gonna be tough though. He's got to stay yeah. healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go legit. Okay, legit it is. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I'm just gonna throw that in there one more time. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Um, <laughs> it's it's gonna be tough. Uh, moving right along, uh, Mookie Betts will end the year hitting under 300, hit 30 dingers, and drive in under 100 RBIs. Legit or bullshit? I'm I, I saying he's uh, trading his average. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I think it's legit, just because yeah. what we've seen in recent years, especially with the Dodgers, since he's been with the Dodgers, he hasn't been over a three run or a three three hundred hitter. He 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 still can hit thirty. He has thirty home run potential for sure. Uh, so I think he'll still stay in that range. But man, under RBI, I, I haven't seen him hit over a hundred RBI since two thousand seventeen. So. I think that's legit, man. I, I think 
this might be. I hope not. I mean, if he continues his career like this, I mean, the guy will still potentially be a Hall of Famer, but it's just I think we're seeing the plateau right now and uh, the legends rise and go above that. We'll see because he's only 30 years old. But right now it's safe to say I can definitely see him hitting under 300 around 30 dingers and then driving under 100 for sure. Um, Steve, Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Uh, Good start to the year. Um, with the Cubs, Cody Bellinger will have a career resurgence starting this year. Legit or bullshit? I'm gonna go legit. I do. Wow. I think the change in scenery is doing him good, uh, at least right now. He was hitting over 300 at 302. Uh, you know, good power, three home runs, 11 RBIs. I think he is going to continue this. I think, uh, just just getting out of Los Angeles and moving to Chicago and basically trying to prove that he still has it. And and right now it's paying off. So yeah, I'm gonna say that's legit. Okay. Yep. Um Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler will combine for oh man, sucks. For under 20 wins and have an above four ERA at year's end. Legit or bullshit, man. That's, that sucks. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna trade in my Philly stock yet. I actually think it's bullshit. Okay. I understand. If you're telling saying this was the Blue Jays rotation, I'd say yeah. But I, I think Aaron, Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, while they are having rough starts, I, I think once they get Bryce back, they'll turn it around. Hopefully Trey Turner, it looks like he's starting to find his footing. I, I tell you, Reese Hoskins, losing Re- Reese Hoskins That's in huge. that dugout was huge. It just shows you the leadership that oh. he provided. Uh and, and same thing with Gene Segura. Shigur- I mean, that mm-hmm. guy was was D.D. Gregorius. He was a leader yep. before he ended up going. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's probably bullshit. I, I think they'll turn it around for sure. I hope so. That would I suck hope so. to have two pitchers combined for less than 20 wins. <laughs> man, I know, right? That's Oh, man. Um, Steve, even though uh, Carlos Stanton is on the I.L., he'll still hit 30 home runs this season. Legit or bullshit. You know what? I'm going to go bullshit on this one because I think he's going to spend more time on the IL than just this uh, this stint right here. Um, I mean, he had third. You know, he had back to back seasons in the 30s and 21 and 22, but he also played 139 games and you know still made 110 games in 22. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. He misses the mark. It's going to be close. I'll give him 26 home runs this year, but not 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 30. So I'm going to go bullshit. Okay, bullshit. Yep. Matt Chapman will become a dark horse MVP candidate. Currently, right now, he has 16 RBIs, four dingers, 12 runs scored, and he's hitting 25 for 61. Is that legit or bullshit? Mm, I think it's bullshit. <laughs> um, <laughs> he looks good right now. He's leading yeah. the league in everything, right? Batting average, OPB, slugging, OPS. I mean, total bases, I love. Don't yep. get me wrong. But we're talking about a guy who has never been a career 300 hitter. Right. We're talking about a guy that usually strikes over 100 times a season, 150 yep. times a season. Doesn't get over 100 RBIs. I mean, I love the stats he's putting up, and I think it's just he's finally finding his groove with mm-hmm. Toronto. Now that his role's been more established, he doesn't have to start every game at third base. He can right. he can play DH, too. He could do a little bit of everything. I think he likes that role. But, yeah, man, when it, I think it's bullshit. I think we're just seeing gaudy numbers to start the year. And we're going to see the true Matt Chapman. <laughs> the real no. Matt Chapman, please stand up. <laughs> He'll be, he's coming soon, guys. All right. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying no. 
he's getting a little he'll come down to earth. Yeah, he'll come down to earth. A little Chris. <laughs> remember, we thought Chris Shelton was the next. Ah, uh, yes, Big Al Red. Kaling. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He had that great month of April. Yeah. And then never heard from him after. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Chapman, it's it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Steve, uh, uh-huh. I got I got to know legit or bullshit. Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in Major League Baseball right now. I got to go. I got to go legit on that one. Four and oh, ERA under one. They only allowed 13 hits and four starts so far. The guy's been a machine. Yeah. Um, I think he, he basically is like a, a bull in the China shop right here going for that Cy Young. Just com- coming after it. And I think it's uh, like like you talked about earlier. I think it's going to be his year, his year. So, uh, yeah, legit. He's a. Uh, He's the best pitcher in uh, baseball right now. That makes sense. Uh, he just looks the part. He looks like it's his it's his Cy Young year for yep, sure. He, he's got that that confidence where he, he looks like he can't lose every time he comes out. Yeah, exactly. The Angels will make the postseason, and Otani will stay, and his interpreter. Legit <laughs> or bullshit? <laughs> well, that's what I want to know. Is the interpreter yeah. going to stay too? Going to stay too? Ah, uh, boy. <laughs> I'm just going to say bullshit. I don't want to. I really want the Angels to make it, but I think there's some stronger teams in the AL. It's almost a two-parter because I think the Angels do have a legitimate shot at making the postseason, but I think Mm -hmm. when it's all said and done, unless they win some World Series, even if they don't win a World Series, I think Otani's gone. So uh, I just think it's bullshit. Uh, You and I have talked about it already a handful of times. While they are doing good, they look as if they are the best, one of the best teams in the West. With the Texas Rangers oddly doing very well, uh, I just don't think they'll make the postseason. But on top of that, I don't think Otani will stay either. So, okay. Uh, last, last but not least, Steve, the last okay. legit or bullshit. Um, we've been talking a lot about pitchers showing their age. Yeah, Max Scherzer. Do you think it's legit or bullshit that Max Scherzer will finally show his age and? And be on the IL off and on this entire year. No, I think Would- that's uh, I think that's legit. Mm. He only made twenty three starts last year. You know, we've said it before. He has this herky jerky delivery where it's, I think it's, you know his body is finally catching up with it. Uh, you know, it, he doesn't look like Max Scherzer this year. He's two and one. ERA is four point four one. Only pitched in about sixteen innings in those uh, in those three starts. So he's not getting. Uh, getting more than five innings at a time. Uh, I think his body is, is starting to break down on him. Yeah. And I think he's going to be on the IL on and off this year. So I'm, I'm calling legit on that. Makes sense. I mean, we're even yeah. saying uh, you said something about his Herky Jukier delivery. And I always wondered if that's why Kershaw was having back problems mm-hmm. and problems on and off just because the type of delivery where, where Verlander's more of a straight Smooth. kind of like a Tom Glavin release. Yep. yep. Very fluid. Yeah. That's yep. interesting. It is. You know, I think, he had neck issues or something last year or whatever it was. But yeah, he just has this, he puts all of his body into those deliveries yeah. there where it's just eventually it's, you know, he's 38 years old time times catching up with him. I think. Yeah. Beginning of the end. Yeah. Which sucks. Cause I love watching him pitch. Yeah. Unfortunately me too. <laughs> oh man. Um, so we head on over to the fantasy factory. Let's do it. All right. We both lost this week, did yeah. week, didn't we? Yes, yes. Yeah, I took, I took one on the chin by one. I lost six to, six to five, six yeah. five and one. And uh, you got it wasn't a good week for you. <laughs> it wasn't. I got spanked. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, pulled down to my ankles <laughs> yeah. and bent over a fucking chair, spanked hard. Yeah. Uh, I think you and I are kind of on the outside looking in right now, we trying are. to figure out our teams, make the adjustments that we need to make. I don't think we're out of it by any means. No. I think on paper, we still have good teams. It's just mm-hmm. they're not no, delivering. Right. I mean, nobody thought Trey Turner would start out this slow. Nope. Right. Nope. I mean, it's just stuff like that. It's yeah. it's those kind of things where you're thinking, oh, okay, who thought Matt Chapman would be awesome? I yeah, mean, exactly. Right. Yeah, so exactly. it's way too early, but yeah, yeah, we definitely took some beatings this past week. Yeah. What were you saying? One of our teams uh, isn't even starting to second base when he's in like second place. Yeah. It just <laughs> makes no sense. I mean, the guy for like a week or two just decided not to roll with the second baseman, keep it empty. And the fucker is still winning. I hate that. I know. I know. Oh, man. Oh, it's so disheartening yeah. when you see that. I haven't played him yet, but I, I just. Yeah. It's, unreal. Yeah. yeah. And I found uh, um, I've, I'm i using all my ads for the week. Uh, usually I, I found, I've, you know, you get seven ads per week and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm rolling the dice a lot more. Uh, we talked about that last week a little bit than, than I usually do. I'm not yeah. riding players until hoping that they'll turn, turn it around. I'm, very much trigger happy on them that they 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 suck you're gone yeah you definitely took a different approach for sure but i think it's just because i mean i i don't think you expected your team in certain areas to not perform like they should Mm -hmm. be performing yep yep the the power numbers are definitely not where i thought they would be same yeah yeah it'll be all right um well steve uh, are you are you ready for this week's starter sit I am. Let's uh, let's cue the music. All right. Starting it out with Manny Machado or Alec, who's having a horrible start to his year, uh, <laughs> or Alex Bregman, who is having a horrible start uh, for third base. Starter sit. Let me go with Machado. That, that, uh, a little side note here. Uh, Bregman actually was the person that caused me to not not win last week, actually. In, in the blowout game between Houston and Texas on Sunday night. Bregman had like a sacrifice fly or something like that. Got an RBI RBI on Sunday, which turned a 5-5 tie into a 6-5 win for for, uh, for my opponent. Did you have him last year, too? I did, and he sucked. Yeah, Yeah. so he fucked you last year, and then this year he's not enough of your team, and he fucked you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's good good times. You know what? Machado all day. Yeah, Um, it's Machado all day for me. uh, Manny Machado or Raphael Devers, third base again. Uh, Devers. Jake Cronenworth or Ryan McMahon? Cronenworth. Okay. Lars Newbar, who's back, or Riley <laughs> Green? We're with Riley Green. Uh, he's been actually really good to start here. I just like to see more power out of him, but uh, consistently getting on base can be green. Okay. Uh, Nate Lau or CJ Cron? Cron. Uh, uh, catchers. Hal Raleigh or Kybert Ruiz? Kybert Ruiz. Staying with catchers, Shane Langliers or the guy he replaced, Sean Murphy. Uh, Sean Murphy. Ronald Acuna Jr. or Kyle Tucker. Acuna. Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts. Bogarts. Bogarts is doing good. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Kwan, the Kwan man, or George Springer. Uh, Springer. Dansby Swanson or Bobby Witt Jr. Swanson. Swanson, I didn't think would start this hot that he started uh-huh. with the Cubs. And and Witt, what the fuck is happening with this guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Maybe he needs to go back to minors. <laughs> right? Yeah, that should have been yeah. a question. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, James Outman for the Dodgers or Oscar Colas? 
Uh, Colas. Cody Bellinger or Ian Happ? Bellinger. Ian Happ again or Nick Castellanos? Happ. Whit Merrifield or oldie but a goodie Elvis Andrews? I'd say he's still playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me, uh, you know what? Since he's still, give me Andrews. He's still playing. All right, yeah. Cool. I mean, there's yeah. a reason, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, a rookie phenom, Jordan Walker, or a guy that's been actually one of the better players for the Phillies, Brandon Marsh. Uh, Marsh. Ozzie Elbies or Chisholm, Jazz Chisholm Jr. Hey, give me Chisholm. He uh, homered last night. So mm-hmm. Andrew Vaughn or <laughs> Josh Naylor. Come on. Uh, give me Vaughn. Yeah. yeah. Josh Naylor blows. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Jeez. can say this firsthand. I honestly I, didn't put these in there to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. I have a front row seat to this guy sucking ass. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too funny. Uh, Justin Turner or Nick uh, Matten? Give me Matten. He's been playing well for the Tigers. Mookie Betts or Tyler O'Neill? Betts. All right. Uh, what do we got for waiver wire? Um, so here's three players that I'm looking at uh, targeting here uh, on the uh, waiver wire for this week. Uh, first is Josh uh, Josh Lowe there for Tampa Bay. He's up 29% in Yahoo leagues. Hit 381 last week with three dingers and six RBIs. A uh, second person, which is shocking everybody, is Patrick Wisdom. He's up 19% in Yahoo leagues. Hit 304 last week with five home runs and seven RBIs. And then third on my list is uh, Johan Aviedo uh, for Pittsburgh. Uh, up 21% in Yahoo leagues. He struck out 10 in his last start and has an ERA of 0.66 over the last two weeks. So those are uh, three players I'm looking at on the waiver wire for this week. Nice. Yeah. Well, I think that. Did you have Oviedo as that guy on your team? I still have him. Uh, you still have it, him. Yeah. So he went and uh, I, I picked him up, and then I was going to drop him to pick up Musgrove, Musgrave, yeah. Musgrove, uh, because my brother weirdly dropped him even though he really hasn't made a start yet. Yeah. And uh, I noticed I was dropping Alviedo, and I was oh, I'm not going to do that because he's actually been good. So drop some other bums. Smart move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shall we uh, head on over to Collection Corner? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. Up this week for me, Glaber Torres, up $9.01. That's a 910% increase. Market price right now sits around $10. Uh, some cards you can get is 2018 Tops Rookie, his US 200. Uh, 2019 Tops Inception Pink, and his 2021 Tops Heritage Blue Sparkle Chrome, number 291. Uh, down for me, here's a deep pull some Dave Steve. Dave Steve. <laughs> nice. Uh, down seven dollars and twelve cents. That's an eighty-five percent decrease. Market price right now around one dollar and twenty-two cents. You know what did Dave Steve do to you people? Exactly. My God. Oh, poor Dave Steve. He shaved the mustache right off his face. <laughs> exactly. His nineteen ninety-one OPG uh, uh, number four sixty. Uh, is down as number as 1989 Fleer, uh, number 244, and his 1981 Fleer 414 are all affordable. Okay, they, <laughs> they sure are. Right. Dave Steve, do to you, what did Dave Steve do to you guys? All right, uh, up for me this week is uh, Clayton Kershaw. Actually, he's up five dollars and 26 cents or 30.21 percent uh, increase to a market value of 22 dollars and 67 cents. 
Up Cards and Clues, 2008 Tops Allen and Ginter Rookie Card, number 72. It's 2013 Tops Photo Variation SP, number 22. Down for me this week is Eric Davis, Cincinnati mm-hmm. Red guy. Uh, down $6.51 or an 83.25% decrease to a market value of buck 31. What did Eric Davis do to you people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> down cards include his 1990 Fleer MVP number nine, his 1985 Donruss number 325. Mm-hmm. Those are all extremely affordable. So. Yeah. And nice cards too. I like those cards. Yeah. I, I love those. Especially those, those early 90s Fleer cards. Those are great. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, a real quick collectible that that app collectible. Did yeah. you get uh, so I, one of my bids, which I should have looked before the show. They uh, one of my cards I invested in on this collectible app. They ended up selling it and making profit. Whatever. I ended up getting like like twenty bucks back. Really? It, yeah. As a uh, they just gave me twenty bucks deposited in my bank. I thought that was pretty cool. Did you ever have that happen in collectible? No. I'll, That's the I'll first time you, I've I'll, ever seen that happen. I'll tell, tell, tell you. My cards were losing so much money <laughs> that that I just got out and sold everything. All right, I I, I put my little things up for sale and uh, lost money and called it a day. All right, no shit, yeah. no shit. Yeah, so I have no nothing invested on collectible right now. So no shit. I uh, yeah. I know you and I were like early buyers. Yep, I put and... my shares up and that was it. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I barely check it just because. <laughs> <laughs> what you make on it and it's so weird you either make a little you don't make a lot you can only yeah. make a little bit or you do make nothing like dramatically fall but you were yeah. losing money <laughs> i was losing money man uh, i was pretty much down to zero for my investment and i was like all right i'm done here all right, i can't <laughs> yeah. i can't stand seeing here here's your weekly update you're losing more money i'm already <laughs> seeing that enough on my 401k all right <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's funny but yeah oh. i'm out I'm out. Maybe I'll maybe I'll dip back in at some point, but I sold my shares and deleted the app for yeah, my phone. I think it's a rich man's game. I think in order yeah. to really make money off that, you have to a invest shares. a lot. Yeah, nope. yeah, not these little penny shit. But yeah, that's I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yep. That's hilarious. Yep. So yeah, my uh, collectible is the uh, Josh Naylor of uh, of, of <laughs> Oh so. man, <laughs> it's the uh, Eric Davis and Dave exactly. Steve Dave of Steve the... of app of collectible apps. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, shall we uh, get the candles out? Celebrate a birthday. Let's do it. All right. Let's say uh, happy birthday to Yankee great Don Mustache Man Mattingly. Yeah. Born on April the twentieth, nineteen sixty one. Career stats for Don. Uh, is a 307 career average, 2,153 hits, 222 home runs, and 1,099 runs batted in. Uh, it was also a manager, uh, you know, points uh, with the Marlins and the Dodgers, held in 889 wins, 950 losses. As a player, he spent his whole career with the Yankees, 1982 to 1995. And like I said, manager from the Dodgers from 2011 to 2015, Marlins from 2016 to 2022. Uh, bench coach for Joe Torre there, 2004 to 2007 with the Yankees, and then joined him with the Dodgers from 2008 to 2010. He's currently on the Blue Jays staff uh, this season. Career highlights for Don, uh, he's a six-time All-Star, AL MVP in 85, nine-time Gold Glove Award uh, winner, three-time Silver Slugger, AL Batting Champ in 84, AL RBI Leader in 85, NL Manager of the Year in 2020, and his number 23 was retired by the New York Yankees. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, trivia here, fun fact. Uh, Yankees retired Mattingly's uniform number 23, making him the only Yankee to have his number retired without having won a <laughs> World Series with the team. Happy birthday, Don. Happy birthday, Don. Always be missing out on the good. Always missing out on the good. Always so close, man. But Don, so close, man, at Mattingly right there. I he agree, though. Re- retires as a Yankee. Yeah. Dynasty starts. Leaves the Dodgers. Dave Roberts takes him to new heights. Yeah. Leaves the Marlins. Look out. <laughs> right. And the Marlins. Here we knew, we predicted that one. We did. We did. And, and the guy can't even sniff the fart of a Hall of Fame bit. Nope. So I just poor Sucks. guy. Yeah. Happy birthday, John. Happy, happy birthday, Don. Don <laughs> <laughs> Mattingly, everybody. Right. <laughs> and that's a show. That is a show. Whew. Good show. Uh, yeah, man. Very good yeah. show. Jam packed yeah. show. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. We very much appreciate it. Send in your questions to at Michael J. Dalt on Instagram or Steven dot four Oh two. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, everybody, we will catch you guys all next week. Deuces. What a taste. What a taste.